Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Understanding America's past and the uniqueness of the American experience, uh, our history, is crucial to understanding our future. Unfortunately, most American students seem to lack basic proficiency in understanding uh, their own history. There's a new report from Arizona State's Center for American Institutions that looks very seriously at this problem and quantifies it. Uh, Dr. Donald Critchlow will join us. He's the Katzen Family Professor at Arizona State, where he directs the Center for American Institutions. He's joined us in the past uh, on topics of, of his books, including Intended Consequences, Birth Control, Abortion, the Federal Government, and Modern America. And uh, Revolutionary Monsters, Five Men Who Turned Liberation into Tyranny. Dr. Critchlow, a pleasure to have you back with me. Thanks. Well, it's it's all my pleasure uh, uh, to be honored again with with appearing on your show. And I'm a great fan of your uh, program and often listen to it on my way home from uh, work. So thank thank you very much. Well, let's talk about why this is important. Why is civic education so important for our republic? Well, I think as you uh, said in your introduction, uh, young Americans need to understand the uh, the the not only the travails that we've uh, experienced as a nation uh, in 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 fulfilling our uh, vision as a constitutional republic. Uh, but it's also important for just understanding uh, their responsibility as uh, citizens when they go to uh, the voting booth. What we're uh, what we found in this uh, year-long uh, study looking at uh, syllabi across the uh, country, what's occurring in introductory courses, is that students are basically being taught a what I would consider a political agenda in which America is viewed as having made no progress at all on uh, the advancement of uh, minority groups, especially uh, black civil rights, voting rights, but also uh, but also uh, uh, the advancement of uh, women. And I think what was particularly shocking is not only what this agenda was including, but what was also being excluded just basic uh, facts or information about uh, the Civil War, World War One, World War II, the Cold War, uh, and all of those basic sub- uh, subjects, topics that informed uh, citizen needs to uh, needs to know. Um, is this a result of the faculty themselves, or are they beholden to? Uh larger uh, institutions or departments that are offering curricula? Well, I think it's uh, it's uh, faculty uh, themselves that are bringing in a, a political agenda. Okay. We now have in this country 1.5 million uh, instructors in higher education. And we know from survey after survey that 70% consider themselves uh, left or left wing. Unfortunately, their politics is being brought into the uh, to the classroom. So the teaching of American history has become part of a, a political agenda. 
and my own feeling, and I think most of your listeners would agree with this, that uh, one one uh, that one's personal uh, political view shouldn't be uh, introduced into the uh, to the classroom. There should be the pursuit of objectivity, but also uh, a, a, a belief that the one's mission in the classroom is not only to teach basic uh, information, but also to create an informed uh, citizenry that's able to think uh, critically about uh, about the past, about America's uh, past, and uh, what its future is going to be. Um. I'm curious, do they, America has had a unique uh, experience and uh, the role of religion in American history is is quite significant. Do they, uh, do these uh, instructors deal uh, even-handedly with the role of religion in our founding documents, the abolition of slavery, women's suffrage, uh, the civil rights movement? Well, it's not... uh... What we discovered in, the, in our year-long uh, study in which we uh, looked at 75 uh, syllabi being taught in our universities, private and public, uh, and across the country, is that uh, religion was not even uh, discussed. And if you don't understand uh, the importance of religion, whatever your own uh, religious beliefs are, you could not understand, as you just said, the abolitionist movement, which was uh, driven by a, a Christian impulse, women's suffrage, the temperance movement, or Martin Luther King's uh, civil rights yeah. uh, movement. Yeah. In fact, uh, Martin Luther, none of these topics were uh, discussed at all in the 75, uh, 75 syllabi that we looked at. And, uh, and, I, and I might add to that, in that we were able to only only find 75 uh, syllabi that were uh, that were public. I mean, it's if, uh, uh, history departments don't want the public to know what's what's uh, what's wow. being taught to our students. It's amazing to me. So, do these. Uh, do the curricula that you looked at, the syllabi that you looked at, uh, do they emphasize, you know, uh, things like white supremacy or diversity or equity? Yeah, of course. There was a great deal of uh, emphasis on equity, uh, how it's not been uh, fulfilled. There was uh, absolutely uh, no discussion of of, of markets having uh, brought prosperity to people and opportunities to people. Uh, the Industrial Revolution was taught only in a few uh, courses as basically one of worker oppression. And I think one of the most astounding things we found is that uh, the courses all taught uh, basically no progress has been made and that America, from its very inception, was a was a nation in uh, decline. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that that's uh, so what we're seeing in the classroom in our as we concluded, and the uh, national commission commissioners, uh, uh, Scott Walker, former governor of Wisconsin, Newt Gingrich, and 
former governor of Oklahoma concluded that uh, we're seeing uh, propaganda and not uh, education. It's miseducation of our youth. And I think that explains uh, much of the uh, problem that we're, that we're seeing among our youth today of not, not only not being informed, uh, but also, you know, kind of their left-wing uh, sentiment that's found among large numbers of uh, young voters, especially those going to colleges. You know, I, uh, in Brown versus Board of Education in 1954, a great nation did what most great nations don't do. Uh, it basically repented <laughs> of what had been a major theme uh, in the South, the theme of separate but equal. That's something to be celebrated. Uh, I just, I don't, not giving credit where credit is due uh, it really does uh, irk me. And uh, did they celebrate uh, the America's capacity for change in this way? Well, of course not. In fact, uh, I mean, let's be more precise. Uh, some of the courses, uh, you know, had a theme of uh all of the well, let me backtrack and say that all of the courses had a theme of the oppressed and the oppressor, yeah. and uh, and one of uniformity throughout American uh, history. But we also have uh, professors uh, taking as a theme for their course incarceration. So uh, wow. that is that we're that you know this is the incarcerated uh, minority how they fully developed that in the uh, classroom and their lectures uh, wasn't apparent from the syllabi, uh, but but that was the, uh, that becomes a theme for a course. I mean, think about this. You're teaching a, a, a second half of American history, and it's all about incarceration. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up. Wrong. <laughs> I'm in the wrong classroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so... So would you say that we're seeing basic ideas of good and evil uh, redefined so that we've got a struggle between the powerless, those are good, and the powerful, those are bad, and uh, colorblindness with race, uh, colorblindness is replaced by race obsession? Um, Yeah, there was a race... uh, these uh, syllabi reflected an obsession on uh, on racism uh, and white supremacy, which is often uh, uh, a theme in these courses. But also uh, sexual identity. We were uh, we were actually surprised by how much sexual identity, not not uh, gender, but specifically uh, sexual identity. Uh, was introduced. So we have some of the syllabi had a couple weeks on uh, on sexual identity and the oppression of uh, gays and even talking about uh, transgender. Uh, so you see you see discussions of transgender in the 1920s. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, so we were uh we were surprised uh, by the uh, the themes, uh, the negative themes that were found in these syllabi. We we and I've been teaching uh, quite a while, 
so and others that did the research have been as well and we were surprised we expected most professors uh to be pretty lazy and not update their uh, syllabi to talk about <laughs> such identity and and uh and, and uh, you know their pressure of uh of transgender people yeah so yeah. anyway well uh we're out of time uh, dr critchlow thank you uh well thank you for having me and, yeah. and god bless you Thanks. Your good work. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll talk again, Lord willing.